This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Tuesday, December the 3rd, 2019. It is 1.30 in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. This message entitled, Preparing for Christmas. Preparing for Christmas. So what I want to do, I want to start with a reading from the Diary of Divine Mercy. Now, uh, for those of you who are familiar with this message, you know that I quote the Diary of Divine Mercy frequently. The Diary of Divine Mercy from 1925 to 1938, Jesus appears to St. Faustine in Poland. Uh, the message is in complete harmony with sacred scripture. There is a very specific emphasis on the Lord's mercy, goodness, and omnipotence. I did a message a couple, probably about two months ago, on why everyone should read the Diary of Divine Mercy. It is a life-changing book. Now, with regards to preparing for Christmas, rather than me tell you how to prepare for Christmas, why don't we listen to what our Blessed Mother says to St. Faustina, as she also appears to St. Faustina in the Diary of Divine Mercy. This would be 1929. Pardon me, I apologize. November 29th, 1936. St. Faustina writes, The Mother of God has taught me how to prepare for the Feast of Christmas. I saw her today without the infant Jesus. She said to me, My daughter, strive after silence and humility so that Jesus who dwells in your heart continuously may be able to rest. Adore Him in your heart. Do not go out from your inmost being. My daughter, I shall obtain for you the grace of an interior life, which will be such that without ever leaving that interior life, you will be able to carry out all your external duties with even greater care. Dwell with him continuously in your own heart. He will be your strength. Communicate with creatures only insofar as is necessary and is required by your duties. You are a dwelling place pleasing to the living God. In you he dwells continuously with love and delight. And the living presence of God, which you experience in a more vivid and distinct way, will confirm you, my daughter, and the things I have told you. Try to act in this way until Christmas Day, and then He Himself will make known to you in what way you will be communing and uniting yourself with Him. Amen. There's two things I really want to focus on that our Blessed Mother is saying here. Strive after silence and humility. Strive after silence and humility. Praying in silence is something that's rather new to me. Uh, for many years, I, I anytime I would pray, I thought I always had to say something. I always had to talk. I always had to be formal in my prayer or even informal. But there is such great value in praying in silence. Something very special can happen. Well, first of all, when we're silent, we find out in the diary of divine mercy. That's when Jesus speaks to us, right? In the depths of our heart. And it's through that direction that we were able to take Not just action, but the right action, which is to do God's will, which is what we're all here for. So 
And of course, our Blessed Mother is talking about the reality that Jesus dwells in our heart and that we are to adore him within our own heart. I mean, think about the reality of receiving the Eucharist, receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, that reality. The question, of course, is not how does he then dwell in our heart, but how does he not? If we are receiving the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, Jesus is going to dwell even more fully, more completely in our heart. The Holy Spirit is, of course, going to be dwelling within us. Now, I'm going to talk about, I was going to do this as a separate message, but I do think I'm going to tie this in directly to this message. And what, what this is, I'm going to give uh, some, some wonderful tips that I've learned about praying in silence. You know, I try to keep things simple. I, and what I mean by that is this, when Jesus says it, it's true. I don't quite, I do the best I can not to question our Lord, but rather very simply and profoundly take our Lord at his word, which is what this whole podcast is. Hope though the book was Jesus only speaks the truth. So therefore it only makes sense to take our Lord at his word. There's no reason. Even one thing Jesus says in the diet of mercy, our Lord says, my love deceives no one. See, Jesus doesn't, he doesn't trick us. He doesn't deceive us. He is straightforward. He is the truth. Therefore, everything that he says by definition is true. So it only makes sense to take our Lord at his word. That's the only logical conclusion one can make. So why am I spending this much time reminding you this? Because there are things that Jesus has said through the last 2,000 years. And I look at these things like gifts holy images i'm talking about the importance of venerating a holy image why not because i say it, but because jesus grants great promises to those who will venerate holy images now i'm going to go through specifics i'm looking right now as i as i uh sit here and i see an image of the infant jesus of prague now, if you know this image, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the promise that the, the promise that's made regarding venerating this image, what is vener veneration is honor. It's not worship, it's honor. It's, it's different. Uh, we worship God and we worship God alone. But we honor, we venerate these holy images. Why? Because they're holy. Because Jesus, because they're sacred. Because Jesus attaches great promises if we do this. Now, the great promise of venerating the infant Jesus, and this has been a life-changing promise in my life. I love it. The infant Jesus, the promise is this, and I'm going to say it verbatim. As long as you venerate this image, you will not be in one. As long as you venerate this image, you will not be in one. Amen. Think about that. All of our wants are met. All, Jesus knows what our wants are. He can read our heart. He satisfies every want we could possibly have. But what are we asked to do? Jesus is saying, well, venerate. Venerate this holy image of the infant Jesus. It's fully approved by the church. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. Now, if you're saying, well, where does it say this in Scripture? I would, of course, go to where Jesus founds the church. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 16, when Jesus says, to St. Peter, you are Peter, and upon you I build my church. 
and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against this church. Whatever you loose on earth, pardon me, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven, giving St. Peter and thus the succeeding popes apostolic succession. That's the founding of the church. So we look to the church for guidance amongst these things. So that's very important to understand that. The sacred image, the sacred image. This is referring to uh, what Jesus refers to as the divine mercy image or the image in the diary of divine mercy, where I've talked about it many times with Jesus, uh, with his right hand raised in blessing, his left hand pointing to his sacred heart, the red ray, the blue ray pouring out with the signature at the bottom, Jesus, I trust in you. This is a powerful image. Jesus says he promises I'm going to quote verbatim. Jesus says, I promise, that the soul that will, I promise that the soul that will venerate this image will not perish. I also promise victory over its enemies already here on earth. Later in the diary, Jesus says, by means of this image, I shall be granting many graces to souls. What are we asked to do? Jesus is simply saying, just, just, just honor this image. Just honor this image. Spend time with me through this image. Honor this image. Venerate this image. It's holy. It's blessed. Do not doubt me, but believe me. My words are true. Jesus' words are true. And we look to the church. What does the church say? The church that Jesus founded in Scripture. The church is saying these are good and holy things. We are not worshiping this image. We are venerating. We are honoring. One of... One... one image I've become very familiar with venerating recently, especially over the last year or two, and it has been life-changing, again, life-changing. The holy face of Jesus with the crown of thorns piercing the sacred head of Jesus as the most precious blood is covering our Lord's holy face. This is what I'm talking about with praying in silence and preparation. This, cannot, this is not just for preparation for Christmas. This is preparation for victory. It's preparation for, for happiness. Listen to, I've read, I've done messages on this. I just want to read a few of these promises because it's a reminder. Because I'm telling you right now, there are people out there right now that are in battle. There's people that are, that are being victorious. And there's a lot that aren't. And if you want any clues, look at addiction centers. Look at, look at what's going on with our drug crisis. I mean, look, look at all these things. These, the opioid crisis specifically set the Philadelphia suburbs incredibly hard. I, I don't know the specifics, but what I do know is this. Oftentimes, people begin... Substance abuse, substance abuse like that, drugs, to escape, escape the reality, what, whatever, whatever's going on. Maybe something's going on. Maybe they're in deep financial despair. Maybe, it could be anything. I, I don't know. It could be just stress, just the daily stress of life and just need a, a break, a relax. People look at it like a reward to relax. I'm just telling you the truth. This is what happens. These are false rewards, right? Life can be stressful. Working hard every day. You get home. You get what I'm saying. 
But what is a true relief? What is a true reward? Listen to this. Venerate. I highly recommend venerating the sacred head of our Lord Jesus Christ, the holy face of Jesus, with the crown of thorns, with the most precious blood pouring forth upon our Lord's holy face. Why? Listen to some of these promises Jesus makes during the most precious blood apparitions, which were not many years ago. I'm talking 20 years ago in Africa, fully approved by the church. Jesus said, again, this is by venerating, this is silent, this could be silent, venerating the holy face of Jesus through the crown of thorns, the most precious blood poured forth upon the sacred head of Jesus. You know the image I'm referring to. The images, could be any, anything that fits in that category with the crown of thorns. Jesus said, I will heal the wounds of their hearts, those who adore my sacred head through this crown. Well, that's a key to victory right there, isn't it? Jesus said he will console those who console me through this crown. Consolation is huge. Consolation is conversation. Consolation is Jesus telling us the truth. And what happens is when we hear the truth, the lies dissipate. Confusion dissipates. See, confusion and lies don't come from God. Truth comes from God. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, it's been said in life that the truth hurts. I believe the truth heals. The truth heals. See, Jesus is the truth. He is the healer. He only speaks the truth. Many times what happens is confusion leads to stress. Stress and confusion work together, and people look for a relief. Right? Could be any, it, it, it could be anything. I have no idea. It could be anything. I've mentioned to me, I've been in a lot of financial uh, stressfully, a lot of financially stressful situations personally. I've, I've, and it has been very stressful. And there have been times in my life where I have, it is really, uh, I have not handled it to the best of my abilities. Let's just say that. But the times I've seen victory, the times that I've seen peace, it's the times I've turned to Jesus. And this specifically, this specifically, this veneration is, has kept me going in this time of waiting that I'm personally experiencing. No matter what you're experiencing, this is a, a great, even if you're a peace, you could be a perfect peace and prosperity in your life. Turn to this, this, this is what I'm talking about, specifically, this prayer, praying in silence, right? I'll read a couple more of these promises. Two more from here. Jesus said, I will open the ocean of the divine mercy on those who adore the wounds of my sacred head through this crown. Divine mercy. Remember this, Jesus is divine mercy. The divine mercy never disappoints. Never. No matter what you're, so it's, it's the remedy for all things. You will not be disappointed. I will not be disappointed. This is the last promise I'll read from here, and then we're going to close up the message here. Uh, Jesus said, All who adore the most precious blood from my sacred head through this crown will receive the grace of divine wisdom. Wow. It's like great decision-making, right? So many times, I don't know about you, but in my life, I look back, and I realize I've made the wrong decisions. 
with divine wisdom, we're not going to make the wrong decisions. Our time will be utilized wisely. We're literally going to become smarter. Think about that. You will, you and I will literally become smarter. There are many other promises too. Tell you what, let me just close on this. I'm going to close on this. There's also great promises associated with those who venerate the agonizing crucifix. The point I'm getting at is as we prepare for Christmas, our Blessed Mother's advice is to pray in silence. Adore Jesus within our own heart. And that also can happen while simultaneously spending time with these holy with Jesus venerating these holy and blessed images. I can't help myself. I'm going to read just a few of these great promises for those who will devoutly venerate the agonizing crucifix also given in the divine mercy apparitions. Jesus said to prepare you for the battle I give you my agonizing crucifix. I promise to protect anyone who has this crucifix against the evil forces. Jesus says, through this crucifix, I will deliver many from captivity. This is the last one I'm going to read. Although there's more. Jesus said, I promise to perform numerous miracles through this crucifix. Amen. We all want miracles, don't we? We all want miracles. Well, Jesus is giving us advice on how to receive those miracles let us take our blessed mother's advice let us take the advice and instruction of our lord jesus christ and let us pray in silence and take jesus and mary at their word my name is dennis mcgee jr thank you for listening sharing and supporting the jesus only speaks the truth podcast